Hey everybody, welcome to Fatherhood and Flow. This is episode two. Today we're talking about last couple trimesters of pregnancy and getting ready for the big day, the day of childbirth. So Dave, six months away from having a baby, what are you doing? What are you thinking? <laughs> I mean, what's going, like, what's going on in your life? So at this point, you know it's coming. Now it's, you know, you're past kind of the beginning stages because it's kind of hit and miss there for the beginning, right? There are a lot of situations where people have complications right at the beginning. Now you're past all that. You know that uh, the new situation is going to be happening and you're thinking to yourself, okay, what can I do to prepare? What are some of the things that, you know, I, well, really it's okay. Button down the hatches, try and, you know, make the house all ready to go, get your nursery set up, buy all the stuff that you need. And by the way, just stop looking at what things cost because (laughs) I think it's inevitable, right? That the nesting begins Mm -hmm. and, uh, you kind of just have to go along with it because, you know, it's, you're better off in the long run. So just let it go. Um, you know, the other exciting things that you get to look forward to at this point, you now know the gender of your child. Uh, Katie and I, we both thought that it, we were going to have a girl. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we were, we thought that that was it, right? That's what we felt. That's what we thought. We found out we were having a boy and I, we were stoked. The funniest part was the first ultrasound we got, it was like the spitting image of me. So the kid had a thumbs up like in the ultrasound uh-huh. and it was just the funniest thing in the world. And we were just so excited and, you know, we couldn't wait. And it was kind of that change of, you know, we thought we were having a girl now we're having a boy and game on. Um, it was just, it was an exciting time. That's cool. That's exciting. So um, Maddie and I didn't find out. No way. Yeah, we waited. Dude, that's And I think awesome. the best part of waiting was everybody asking us and being like, no, like you're not waiting, are you? Like everybody <laughs> thought we were insane. I mean, people usually think I'm pretty crazy uh, in life, but uh, yeah, people thought we were absolutely insane for not finding out. That's and so their second second son too. I don't think um, I knew that. Did waited till the day of. That's crazy. I don't, I don't know. It's not crazy. It's actually really cool. But yeah. how do you prepare? So that, you know, that's a big, that's a big question. I mean, gray. The color gray <laughs> <laughs> becomes your best friend. Uh, the wall was gray. A lot of the toys are gray. No, I mean, our approach with preparation was just um, really the the essentials as far as like organization. That was the big thing for us was we want to be organized. So we ended up, you know, preparing basically two diaper changing stations, you know, one on, we had a, we were in a two-story condo at the time. So one on the upstairs, one on the downstairs, they both had the same, you know, the same wipes, the same diapers and basically the same location. And then we had the same exact stuff in the diaper bag that was going to go out. Um, a changing pad, had a couple changing pads. So, you know, when things get messy, you can swap it out. You're not left out to dry. Um, there are a lot of diapers in the first couple of months, something to be so many a lot of diapers way more than i would have thought and if you have lots of really good friends that take care of you sometimes you have enough diapers to make it through sometimes (laughs) you don't but just know that costco is your friend yeah yeah (laughs) and uh i'm in bulk yep you'll be prepared and ready to go i'm trying to think of another really good point that we had as we got started um i think you're really spot on with just the preparation of being organized 
uh, you have so much to do just from, you know, a relationship standpoint, from a household standpoint, from a working standpoint, because now you're to that stage where really you're in your job, you're in your normal day-to-day routine, but you're, you're trying to do everything that you can. And I mean, there's only so much you can do to prepare, but the more that you can do to think through things, even go to some different classes. I know we went to a hypnobirthing class mm-hmm. and when I first had the idea shared with me, I was like, that sounds weird and stupid and I'll <laughs> yeah. do whatever you'd like me to do, but okay, whatever. Anyway, we did it. And I, I was super grateful that we did because it kind of gave you again, that, that more confident approach because you had been through what, four or five weeks of different classes. So you knew what to expect. And I think yep. that's really what changes. If you have an idea of what the, the plan is going to be, then it makes the whole experience that much better. Yeah, I you know, I totally agree. And so we did we did hypnobirthing as well. Um, did you think it was nuts like I did? You know, actually, I was stoked. <laughs> I think I might have been the one to found it. I'm fine. I'm like, that's cool. Like, I want to I want to do some some like super deep relaxing meditation hypnosis stuff. Um, but like I said, people think I'm crazy. This is this is something that happens in my life. <laughs> oh, you know what? That's that's okay. Crazy is the best crazy. way to be. But I, I think you hit on the head. If there was one thing that I would do to prepare, it's it's to just get familiar with um, and get comfortable and confident with like what's about to happen in your life, whether that's you know the stuff you need, um, keeping it organized, you know, just making sure you have that base covered. That's gonna you know ease some of those fears, ease some of that tension because you know okay we got all the stuff we have, and I would say start start doing this early. One one of the big kind of tenets of of you know hypnobirthing and other just you know all, all birth classes and even if you just look at um, child development in the womb is that stress and just even environmental stress can have a big impact on the unborn child while they're developing. And the more relaxed you can make all of pregnancy, the more relaxed you can make the weeks leading up to it and the third trimester and, um, you know, just the days before, the nights before, the more relaxing you can make the drive to the hospital. I would say that that's like the goal. Because again, you really don't know what's going to happen as soon as you have this uh, this child with you. And, you know, that's when really the chaos starts, but you can at least focus on the goal of, okay, we're going to try to make things as relaxing and stress-free and positive as possible. And, you know, I think a big part of that is just learning about childbirth, which is kind of a scary thing for a lot of people to do. A lot of people don't really want to talk about it, learn about it. How does it work? Like what's, what's happening in the body? You know, those are all things that you learn in these, these classes. You're you're right on the right on the point right on the money. I think that we feel like it's weird and it's not okay. But the more prepared that you can be, really, it it will make your experience and your journey that much better. I mean, take the time to learn those things because it will. And especially as a father, you know what to expect. You know a little bit more about what your partner will be going through and some of the different changes that are happening now at this stage, especially leading up to the delivery aspect where, you know, there are, I just remember in some of the classes, some of the videos I watched, I was like, wow, I didn't need to see that, but now I at least know <laughs> how it works, you know? Yeah. And uh, I think that really was important and it was valuable because, you know, we'll be talking later in the episode of, of the delivery part, but it just made it 
just like you said, much more relaxed and much more flow. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things we hit on a lot in the first episode, um, and if you haven't watched the first episode, go back. We kind of talked about that moment of finding out that you're about to have a baby. And, you know, but one of the big elements is just, you know, ex- kind of releasing expectations for your view of the future and expecting the unknown, expecting the unexpected, you know, and going with the flow. So something pops up and you say, okay, I guess this is how things are going. And I think, you know, so second trimester, um, fortunately for us, you know, that one was like pretty easy, you know, um, you, know you can still be active, uh, move around, not as much sickness. Third trimester start, starts again, you know, now all of a sudden it's like, okay, I'm ready, ready to have this baby. You're kind of just waiting. It can be really stressful. Um, staying active is important, but also like supporting your partner. Like that is your role. If I could explain, you know, your role as a father at this time, a father to the unborn baby right now, it is to support the mother, reduce stress, make sure that she's relaxed, listen to her. You know, we talked about not trying to fix everything like that, especially right now, just, and honestly, for me, like the waiting is so hard. It's so hard. And just knowing that like, okay, it's going to be a little stressful. That's okay. The the time leading up, I remember just the different thoughts that, you know, I had leading up to it. It was like, okay, can we just get there already so that we can start (laughs) instead of, uh, you know, just taking one day at a time. And no, you're exactly right because it's that, I I don't know, that pressure, I guess, builds up and you just, Mm -hmm. the excitement builds up and you have all these different mixed emotions at this point. And you just, you really, it's part of that, you know, we talked about earlier, buckle up and that's really what you have to do. You just get ready to enjoy the ride of your life and enjoy every moment of it. Yeah. And, and really there's, if you look at, um, you know, flow, there's actually, you know, a type of psychology around, around this idea of flow. Um, there's a project called the flow genome project. Um, there's a couple books on it. And well, one of the things that's essential, you know, to getting into flow, which is really where you're in the moment, you're experiencing life the way it is, is that there is this necessary struggle period, you know, before you jump into the activity, you know, think about it. If you're, you know, one of the action sports athletes out in Utah and you're mountain biking or skiing, you know, before you send something or before you are going to go do something that pushes you, you know, you get a little nervous. That's a good thing. That's, you know, if it didn't make you scared, you know, it definitely wouldn't be as much fun to do. And I think it's the same thing with parenting. You know, that, that tension leading up to it makes that day so much worthwhile. But at least for a really impatient person like me, the weight coming up on it like once you're ready the bags are packed you're ready to go to the hospital you know you're you're just always you know just waiting mm-hmm. just waiting and sometimes you can wait for weeks i think the other thing too is just having the idea that everything will work out and it will be okay no matter what happens right mm-hmm. just knowing that together you've made it this far in your relationship in you know, the journey through, uh, you know, the, the time you spent together now through this first part of pregnancy, everything will work out in its time the way that it needs to, you know, there may be up and downs, there may be extreme challenges, but at the same time, you've got to remember that it'll work out. You'll grow as a couple, you'll work towards this common goal and 
it'll be a lot of fun in the process. And I think that's another thing too, you know, beyond just the relaxed aspect is have fun. I mean, mm-hmm. these are some of the greatest times and greatest memories that you're going to have. Uh, you know, you, at this point, you'll also be able to feel, you know, baby's first kicks and starting to move around. And that's such a, a cool experience because now this little child is developing so much and growing so rapidly and, you know, you're just so anxious to, yeah. to finally meet them. Yeah. And one of the coolest things uh, for us was, it, you know, we didn't notice it until after um, after Jude was here, but the per- he had a personality in the womb. And it was funny. He would get the hiccups at the same time every single morning. And after he was born, he still got the hiccups at the same time every morning. And it was this weird connection of like, oh, yeah, like this, you know, now living creature out here in the world was, you know, the same living creature out like, you know, a couple, you know, weeks ago. It's just like it's kind of, you know, mind mind boggling to think about. So true. Okay, so going along with the personality, this is kind of a a redirect here. But naming, what was your experience with coming up with the name? name? Because this at this point, you're starting to get asked by everybody. What's the name? So we had two, uh, we had two names picked out. Um, we're a pretty musical family. So if it was a boy, because again, we didn't know. We still didn't know. So if it was a boy, we liked the name Jude. And uh, if it was a girl, we liked the name Lucy. Simple. I have a complicated last name. <laughs> so we needed some simple first names. Some Beatles references in there. Oh, yeah. That was a big thing for us. Everybody gets it. <laughs> I love it. What about, again, the expectation of names? Did you have a lot of family members like, hey, what are you going to name it? People asking you, were you telling them, were you not telling them? <laughs> um, we would tell people. I think, I don't, I don't know how many people suggested things. I think most of, my, <laughs> most of my family, they know I'm pretty good at, uh, at not listening to people <laughs> when I don't want to. So uh, what about you guys? So if I feel like, Everybody always asked us, and we just kind of would deflect it, and we'd just be like, oh, I don't know, we've got a couple we're thinking of, but mm-hmm. we don't really want to say anything until we get and... there. And, um, but you do. I mean, you, you kind of feel that pressure, too, with uh, maybe maybe it's just a Utah thing, but everybody doesn't want to name their child the same thing. And oh, so you, you like, see, don't want to share your name. Stealing, right? Like <laughs> exactly. You get a good one. Yep. Like, don't tell them that because they're about to have a baby. They might oh, change it the last minute. So funny. <laughs> and then uh, family, I think, you know, my parents were always like, well, what, what are you going to name it? And we were just like, I don't know. And they're like, you just don't want to tell us. And <laughs> you have the whole yeah, in-law yeah, situation, yeah. which we'll come to late, in later episodes so. too. Uh, the in-laws. We will have a whole section. <laughs> a long one. <laughs> <laughs> a long one. Uh, yeah, that'll be the, the 45 minute podcast, um, couple series. So, uh, you know, another thing that just kind of same name, you're figuring out the names, you're getting ready. Um, I think one, one thing that happens a lot is you start to try to envision like what, like when the day comes, you know, and, and, you know, they're here and, you know, it's okay. It's that day. A lot of times you want to try to envision what that day is going to be. And I'll tell you what. It is so uncontrollable. <laughs> and I mean, you know, one of our, uh, you know, one of our birth experiences was, I think, 27 hours in the hospital. Um, and the other was six hours at a birth center. It was an all-natural water birth. We were away from our house for less than 12 hours. And we could not have predicted either of those going 
the way they did. You know, but I remember in the first one, we didn't, obviously, being in the hospital for 27 hours wasn't the ideal scenario for us. Uh, We would not have asked for that. But, you know, kind of to you said, well, you said make it fun, make it um, like this is your time to create that connection, you know, that that last kind of as the two of you. So as a dad, you know, being the supportive, you know, the support partner and um, doing everything you possibly can, uh, it, it can be really crazy. But I think the biggest thing is letting go of those, again, letting go of those expectations around how it should be going and accepting what's happening, you know, so if, you know, you know there are in, in certain cases, some you know, scary things that can happen during childbirth. And, um, you know, thanks to modern medicine, a lot of the time, you don't have to worry about, you know, people's lives being at risk anymore. But it can still scare you. And if, especially if you're holding on to expectations about how you wanted things to go, and then they start heading a different direction, just that confliction of, oh, I, but I wanted it to be like this, but now it's going like that, that can cause panic and stress. Mm-hmm. And so being able to just kind of look into the future, but not necessarily define exactly what you want to happen. Yeah. So I kind of think of the analogy of skiing, right? You, you and I both ski. And if uh, you pick a tree line and you're going fast through these tight trees you're looking you know five to ten turns ahead it's kind of the same thing in this situation the further you can look ahead the further you can have just an idea of okay it could go this way it could go this way but if you have again that little bit of preparation if something does go different according to plan then it's okay because you've kind of already planned for it as a plan b option yeah and taking things as they come because you know going with that skiing example you can't you can't map out every single tree and every single turn Right. You, you kind of just need to go. Yep. And as you're going, you, you course correct. Yep. Something pops up. You didn't see you, you change, you go with it. You don't, you know, especially tree skiing, you know, you're, committed. If you're like, I didn't think there was going to be a tree there. So I'm just trying to pretend it's not there. Like that's not a, it, that's, that will not work. It will <laughs> yeah, hurt. It will hurt. So if something comes up, you know, being able to, to shift with it, move with it. And at this point, you really are, you're committed to the, to the outcome. And so it doesn't really matter, right? I mean, as long as you're, like, you're progressing forward, this train is moving, and you're just along for the ride at this point. So again, it goes back to, you can look at it two ways, take the positive and fun approach and just take it as a learning experience, right? Learn and grow, adapt as a couple, because you're, this, this child is about ready to enter the world and your life will change but you don't have to change who you are, but everything about it becomes that much more enhanced. Yeah. So how about the moment everything changes? Okay. How did, I mean, what do you remember? Like the, I guess the moments after, you know, the six, 12 hours after the baby was born. So the experience we had, well, first I'm going to go back to the beginning. So we, I had gotten, so I think I kind of had a little bit of a, a pre-baby crisis. I went and bought a convertible. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like the I day just bought of. a lot of guitars. <laughs> there, there you go. And that's okay too, right? Because the the partner has the nesting aspect and we have to ha- do do some of our own things too. Anyway, I pulled in the driveway, took, took my wife on a quick ride that day and I got home late. It was like 11 o'clock at night, just laid down. Uh, Katie was asleep. She woke up, ran to the bathroom. Her water had broke. And she's like, uh, 
it's not stopping. And I'm like, I think we need to go to the hospital. And she's like, no, no way. It's not happening yet. And I was like, no, it's happening. We're going. So we lived. The funny part was, is we had just moved. Our hospital was two minutes away from our house and we had moved an hour away from the same hospital. So we got in the car, we drove down to the hospital and, you know, it was probably 1230, 1245 when we checked in. We spent the night. Things were going, you know, pretty well. She... She, because of, I think what we'd learned in the hypnobirthing class, we both, it was much more of a relaxed experience. And as we went through, um, you know, the next, I think it was 10 or 12 hours or so, you know, it was contractions had started. They got to the point where they kind of had to make a decision because it wasn't, she wasn't going into uh, contractions as quickly as they needed to. Mm -hmm. So they added a little bit of the Pitocin. She did Mm -hmm. a natural birth and, uh, man, it, it was within two hours that, you know, she had delivered. And, and I just remember when Max was born, those first moments, I was just like two sides of this equation. One, wow. After all of that weight, after all of that heartache, because, you know, we, like I mentioned earlier, we had a lot, a really tough time having children. And so it was just like this most incredible, rewarding experience. And, and then the other side was, wow, this is really happening. Uh-huh. You know, what's, what do we do? How do we react? And it, the more that you can just realize that everything will just flow and you just go with it, the more you're going to enjoy those first moments. And, you know, for us, we were in the hospital. I think we had the option to stay a couple of days and we did. And, and the reason why was because we didn't have to worry about anything. Time yeah. just stopped. It stood still for those yeah. first few days. And we spent time together and with Max, just looking at him, you know, and it was just, wow, what a, what a neat and unique experience. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, letting, letting the time stop, I think is important. There are so many things that you can always think about or worry about. Um, and there are going to be like some of those waiting times, the times when you're in the hospital, getting ready, the time right after the baby's born or you know, six hours later when you're eating the best worst steak that you've ever <laughs> eaten because it's hospital steak oh. and they bring it to you and hey, they wouldn't it's even a little, give me food. They, they wouldn't. Just food. <laughs> I just would. I got eat a the steak. Scraps. It was pretty rubbery, but I mean, <laughs> you know, the steak. Yeah, it was good. Uh, it was good. You know, but just those moments. Uh, just let like let time stop when you can and really just try to take it in. Everybody always told me this. They're like, I just look back and it's just like just time just float like flows by. You know, and mm. that you know. As we're you know wrapping things up for uh, you know for t- today's podcast, I guess if there's one thing I was going to leave you guys with, it's just as you're prepping and as things are stressful and as you know you're playing the waiting game or you're figuring out what you need or whatnot, try to think about all those moments that you're generating and and just let time stop with you and your partner. You know, just just be be there, be as present as you can. Um, just be, just be cool. Yeah. Uh, last thing I'll leave you, I couldn't said that even better myself if I wanted to, but the last thing I'd say too is just enjoy every moment at this point in time because you'll never get that back, right? Time is the one asset that we have that you can't get back. Yeah. So take advantage of it. Yeah, exactly. Check out our website too and our blog if you need things. Uh, baby items. We're going to have all sorts of different links to different things that you can purchase and it will help you. Dad gear. Dad gear. Because it's essential. It It is. We're talking a lot about dad gear. The right, the right tool for the job. (laughs) 
right? <laughs> Always. Got to have the right tool. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, everybody. Um, until next time, this is Fatherhood and Flow.